From Rocketium, this is Spilling the Magic Beans. Testimonials are such an effective tool for marketers to leverage when promoting their products and services. Because they are genuine reviews of your offering from someone who looks and speaks exactly the way your audience does. And testimonial campaigns are basically word of mouth marketing, but at scale. But creating these campaigns aren't as simple as it would seem. You can't just go to any one of your customers and put a camera in front of their face and say, review us please. It actually takes deep thought and meticulous planning to select the right customers, ask them the right questions, and then to finally package all of this in a way that will resonate with your audiences. So how do you do this? How do you launch a successful testimonial campaign? Stick with us, we've got you covered. To do this, we spoke to Rapti Gupta, who's the Director of Brand Marketing at Instamojo. Before we get into the details of her campaign strategies, we started by speaking about Instamojo's current testimonial campaign, Mojo Stars. So Rapti, let's let's start by contextualizing the Mojo Stars campaign. Could you talk a little bit about what the campaign was and where it started and the overall objective of the campaign? So Mojo Stars as a campaign began when we decided to go all guns blazing in the market with our new positioning. For the longest period of time, you must have heard of Instamojo as a payments platform, but we have been working on pivoting in 2020, earlier on, just before the pandemic hit us full on. We acquired a company called Get Me A Shop, and since then we've been doubling down on our e-commerce play. So the problem statement that we were trying to solve with the Mojo Stars campaign and other brand campaigns that we will be doing in the future is to position us as an e-commerce platform and not just a payments platform because essentially payments is just one part of e-commerce and uh, we wanted to appeal to people from all over India and promote entrepreneurship in every nook and corner of the country. The platform itself is so easy to use that anyone who's intimidated by technology would not have to go through that. Essentially, even our payments product was that easy that someone could quickly collect payments on the internet. They would just have to share a link on the social media, like maybe WhatsApp, maybe on Facebook or wherever, even on your YouTube chats for that matter. But today we are trying to build that same simplicity and bring that same cutting edge technology without the hardships of the technology for e-commerce builders. So tomorrow, if you want to start a website or you want to start selling your services or your products, it just takes four steps for you to create your website on Instamojo. So that's our USP. And we want to, with Mojo Stars, show people that, you know, there are different types of people in India who probably may not be very comfortable with technology, but are still using Instamojo to build their business and grow their business online. What exactly is the Mojo Stars campaign and, and what does it comprise of? Mojo Stars is a storytelling campaign where we are trying to capture how a seller in India from any corner, no matter what the location, is able to scale their business online, even with hardships or struggles. And we're hoping that more people discover their stories and get inspired to be entrepreneurs themselves. Essentially, these sellers are the face of our brand. We have a 55-year-old auntie or a chachi. She's from a small town in Dehradun. So during the pandemic, she got stuck in a room with her family and we were all isolated. 
So she got bored and she was like, you know what? I want to go back to my childhood hobby of cross-stitching. And she began cross-stitching stuff. And when her niece, who's also a working professional, when she went back home and she saw her chachi that, oh my God, she does this amazing art. She told her that, you know what? I can turn this into a business for you. And for Chachi, it became a different identity altogether because all through her life, she's been Chachi. She's been mummy. She's been housewife. She's been a friend or a relative. But she never thought that she could actually be an entrepreneur. But because her niece told her that, you know, I can turn this into a business and it immediately struck her. Oh, so I have a new identity that I can be an entrepreneur at 50 plus. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. And that's essentially the ethos of the campaign. We are trying to say that there are different types of people who are starting businesses every day or who are scaling their businesses online. There is one person who started something called music therapy. He's actually healing people with music. He creates compositions and it's like a prescription of music. He's seen insulin levels spike or drop for diabetic patients. He's seen stress levels regulated in different anxiety patients and he's been able to create that kind of an impact through his unique way of healing people and he's trying to create more music therapists in the country through his workshops. What we are trying to tell the world that these are the stars of InstaMojo and if they can do it, you can do it. And to paint a visual of how the page really looks. There's a badge. It is very, very Bollywoodish. It's a round logo. It has shiny lights and everything. And it's very bright. We are trying to get the sellers to tell the story. If you read through the stories that we have on the campaign, it's on a first person basis. And uh, the way that they are conveying the stories are, are from the bottom of their hearts. And that's what we are trying to capture in the campaign. Rabdi, that's it feels like a super, super powerful campaign because it will be relatable to folks who, like you said, want to start businesses. At the start of every campaign, one of the things that you talk about with your team is who exactly is this for? During this planning process, how did you come up with the exact personas you wanted to target? Because it is relatively broad an audience that you're going after. We believe that everybody can be an entrepreneur. So definitely the category or the targeting is broad. But very early on, we realized that someone who will actually adopt InstaMojo has to really be serious about their business. So using the help of our data team, we figured out our core user is someone who has an Instagram business profile who has from 100 followers to say 10,000 followers. And that became our holy grail. And we've been, we've been trying to replicate that because this is a brand campaign. It's very different from a performance marketing campaign where you run ads and you optimize for CPMs or CPCs, cost per clicks or cost per mills. But for a brand campaign, it's more to do with building awareness for our product via these stories. So uh, what we did was we took out an initial list of Mojostars who we were going to talk about. This was because we looked into our user base and we saw, saw the stores that have subscribed to our subscription plan. And we picked them first because obviously they were serious about their businesses. And then we went from there. Like, for example, we know that Chachi Cross Stitch is an art business. So we decided that we'll show the story to people who are interested in art businesses or already have art business pages or 
are generally interested in art, say in home decor or handmade stuff. There's one main thing that's very different in this Mojostar's campaign, which basically differentiates it from a normal brand campaign is that we are putting in our own media money to drive discoverability for these brands. Because essentially for a DTC brand, discoverability is the most important thing. Because when you're a small brand, not many people know about you. And you'll have to wrap your head around SEO. You'll have to wrap, you wrap your head around performance marketing and different ways that you can drive discoverability for your brand. This is the problem statement for the merchant as well or for our seller as well. So we plug that in into our brand campaign as well. So while we allow them to bring their stories to the forefront, we also put in money and promote this as a campaign and show it to people who may be interested in such a business. So that's the way we are going around optimizing the campaign. It's super interesting how you think about and how you approach who you're going to target with each specific campaign. What do you think is the most effective process to actually plan how you're going to target and who you're going to target? At Instamojo, we're very data-driven people. We take very data-driven decisions. And this is always through experiments that we do. So I'll speak for the Mojostars campaign because everything that we do on Mojostars is always very data-backed. Firstly, I think everybody in the team was like, this is a new business. We just started two years ago. And there are very few people using our premium online stores. So how are you going to create that much scale or how you're going to create that many Mojo stars. We've been working in sync with our performance marketing team who's acquiring more users for the online store pits and also our support team who gives constant support in setting up beautiful stores. And that's also one of our USPs. And one of the main things that I had in mind while picking Mojo stars was that I wanted to show a mirage of businesses and a medley of different types of use cases. For example, there's an art business who's Chachi. She's selling her cross-stitch and she takes custom orders now on from Instagram and through her Instamojo online store. Then there is this music therapist who's selling workshops through our landing page builder. And then there is a ice cream guy. He's worked in a Michelin star restaurant in Italy and he actually named his brand Italy after his experience in Italy. So his flavors are very different. And his objective is that I want to bring international quality ice cream and make it affordable to even the smaller towns in India. He's taking his experience and creating an experience for other people in the country. So my objective was that I have to show these different types of stories. And yes, there is a challenge that at some point, not every story is as captivating or as interesting. That's why planning was so important. We started working on a list of Mojo stars two months before we launched the campaign. And we've been building a pipeline. So the idea was to release a new Mojo star every week. But uh, again, because of the timelines and because even the sellers have to be available for the interview to do it was definitely a challenge. And then the other challenge was convincing them that this concept, no cost to your business. We want to do this because we genuinely want more people to discover you. It's natural for the seller to think, oh, what do I have to give you in return? We were like, no, you don't have to give us anything in return. Because if you make more money, that's just success for us. And if your online store is actually able to create that buzz and it's actually able to create that kind of a perception shift change that, oh, Instamojo also has a store offering. This is opening up the uh, top funnel for everybody. 
So you have this list of, of so many people that you can go after because there are several Instamojo entrepreneurs and you want to get a varied list to make sure that you're covering different industries and angles as well. When it comes down to that, how do you select which story will get across the message that you want to as effectively as you want to? What about their story interested you? And, and what about their story did you think would interest your end audiences? In the beginning, when you first see the story, it looks great. And then you think, okay, you know, this can actually be Mojo Star worthy. So that's automatically level one. And then level two is going back and looking at their Facebook page, looking at their Instagram page and understanding what they do on a day-to-day -day basis, how active they are on their social media and understanding what's the kind of stories that they talk about or what do they, are they really talking about their ethos or are they really talking about what they value the most about their business and their stories in general. And level three is then we reach out to them and then they have to respond. Sometimes they miss it. And, you know, then we'll have to call them. So there's lots of hard work that goes into planning the campaign, like talking to the sellers, getting the timeline scheduled on the calendars, and then also sending everything for approval. We believe that if it's your story, we should not be the people to take the last call on it. You get to take the call on how you want your story to be portrayed. If you were to give one piece of advice to somebody in a different industry or any industry that look, wants to take up a testimonial-based campaign, what advice would you give them in terms of the planning process to make sure that everything is optimized once you actually can go live and it's smooth sailing from there? One very big thing about planning these campaigns is to understand or set objectives of what you want to achieve from this campaign. Because having that will give you the background of how you want to plan things out. For example, in Mojastas, we knew for sure that we wanted this to be a social proof campaign. We wanted to build awareness for our stores through this campaign. And we had very specific KPIs, like how many new people are going to visit this page. And this is not returning users or people who have already visited Instamojo at least once. This is completely a new set of users. Because if you see the page, there are also buttons which lead the visitor who's reading the story to their store. So we've actually been able to drive store orders also through this campaign. So that way we are not just achieving our main goal, which is awareness, but we're also able to drive GMV through it. But to come back to it, I think when you're planning things out, have that one North Star goal and that one thing that this is what you want to achieve and then break it down into smaller pieces of a project. Figure out what's the campaign going to be, like what is the frequency of the testimonial-based campaign? Is it going to be completely organic or is it going to be paid? And if it's going to be paid, have the budget set in stone while also having a buffer so that if anything goes up and down, you can just balance it out. When you're planning a testimonial-based campaign, just know that you have to know how many you're going to do, what is the frequency of it, and then work backwards. It really helps to calendarize this stuff so set realistic dates and goals for yourself when you want to launch the campaign. And again, there too, you keep a buffer of a week or two so that you're able to complete it uh, on time and then work backwards. So to sum it all up, number one, understand your goals, have that one goal that you want to capture with your campaign. Number two, set realistic dates for your campaign, like when do you want to execute? And the third thing is work with other teams who can actually implement or complement your campaign itself. 
for example for mojostars we work very closely with the data team and the sales team and the support team to keep our pipeline full Rathi as always you've been fantastic um i think we have everything we need to produce an awesome podcast do you think there's anything else that you'd like to include we've been able to get about 3.5 lakh plus people and all of these are new folks who have not visited instamojo ever before so these are completely new users through the mojo star campaign how are we doing that through targeting right and through the fine tuning of the campaign what we did is that if chachi crosstitch is selling art we took that category and we just replicated it in our audience targeting as well show the story to art people if it's a ice cream story show the story to food people or people who are interested in restaurants and eating out and dining out and then if it's a clothing person then we show it to people who are interested in clothing businesses or who are interested in shopping so that's how we've been able to double the number of people who are visiting these stores and the side effects of it are just very pleasant for us we're able to increase gmv we are able to increase the sellers trust in us and we are also able to create a bit of word of mouth from the sellers itself ki oh instamojo did this, this for me and i am a mojo star i am a brand so it's a really really fulfilling campaign in terms of testimonials that was an awesome addition what came out in your chachi's advertisement or testimonial how have you used that data to inform what the next testimonial will look like if that makes sense we launched mojo stars with chachi and um, when we started promoting them we figure we saw that anything with meet india's chachi or bharat ki chachi or something like that gave us cts at our over the roof and we took that insight and uh, seeded that in into different other things so that really helped us keep our ctrs consistent on the ads and also on the pages we've been able to keep one thing very very consistent is that we want to highlight the struggles or the challenges of the entrepreneur because if you have to build a testimonial story there has to be some sort of emotion in it and what better an emotion than challenges or struggles one would think that because you're not privileged enough or you don't have access to the resources or monetary resources you wouldn't be able to do this but that's exactly the kind of mindset that we want to challenge with our stories that no matter what corner of the country you come come from what your financial background is what your gender is what your race is what your color is it doesn't matter at the end of the day entrepreneur is your only dna and that's your holy grail that is this is an indian who's done it from a very small town in india so you can do it too and we've actually been seeing great uh, traction from the tier 2 cities of india the smaller places and that actually reinforces our faith in the story or the storyline or the script that we follow although all the stories are different and they're diverse in their nature you can ask your customer or your user base about what is it about you that they love and chances are that they will say good things about you because you're featuring them so uh just don't forget to ask for that hook because uh, what happens is you can get lost and your product can get lost but you have to make sure that your brand is visible your product is visible even through that story so far the mojo stars testimonial campaign that is run by rupti and her team has managed to be hugely successful how did they do this well they did it through a three step process first figuring out the main goal of their campaign the second creating a realistic calendar to launch the campaign 
And finally, at number three, they did a ton of planning to find the perfect customers to share their stories. So once you figure those points out, you might just have all the ingredients to run a successful testimonial campaign. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Spilling the Magic Beans. Week after week, we take you through case studies of the most successful marketing campaigns on the planet and give you tangible frameworks as well as anecdotal experiences that act as valuable lessons. If you enjoyed this episode and want more exclusive behind the scenes looks into the top marketing teams in the world, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform.